time, right? Listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. So you're listening to the Lanch J Radio Network Healthcast Series. We're continuing. Our road trip in Orlando. Shout out to our local affiliate, 660 Florida Man Radio. And I'm talking to this afternoon, I'm talking to, to Juan Ortiz. Him and I have a very similar path and background. And, and he, just like I did, uh, we both worked at Plans for a long time. And, and just like Derek Tavares, who was on the show a couple of days ago, we worked at Health Plans for quite some time and, and know what those battles are like. And know what the expectations are and, and, and the culture and, and all of those things. But had an opportunity to get into entrepreneurship. And I uh, wanted to first give a salute to you, Juan, for there, there are so many individuals that have taken a different path, especially since COVID. COVID really changed how we view work. And, and I remember I was in Phoenix when, when COVID hit. I was at Blue Cross Blue Shield of, of Arizona. And during covid I was blessed and, and had a really nice house. I had a I had a nice pool, like almost an Olympic sized pool. It was it was a really huge pool. And we were not allowed to go into our offices because of COVID. And I took a meeting poolside. And I had never had a chance to sit in my pool during the day. You know, you're working eighty hours a week and you're traveling. And I was in my pool with my shirt off doing a meeting on, on Zoom. And I just said, I said, I don't want to go back to, to the office. And I never went back. I've, I've never gone back to an office situation. And I think a lot of people, I know people like us, maybe they burned out. Maybe they got tired of, of the culture issues, uh, especially if it's a woman or a minority or someone in the LGBTQ community. You get tired of, of the gymnastics and, and not being a part of the good old boys network, so to speak. So I see so many healthcare entrepreneurs and I'm always excited when, when I have a chance to, to plug in with someone that's an entrepreneur. Tell us about your company and your background. How, how did you reach? I gave you a story of, of mine. How did you reach your decision to, to get into healthcare entrepreneurship? And, and tell us about your, your company and, and some of the things that you do. So I uh, started my career 13 years ago in the insurance industry. I worked for a company called State Farm and uh, right. pretty much opened up a couple of offices with them. And it was great. It was, uh, it was a dream of mine to obviously be a State Farm agent. Then ultimately, it, that fell apart. Uh, Why did I'm, it fall apart? Simply because I was working with someone that at that time said, hey, listen, you help me get my contracting and everything. Because at State Farm, if you do not do well, they pull your contract in that first year as an agent. Okay. So after making all this investment, nobody wants to lose that type of money. Right. And ultimately, what happened, he said, hey, if you help me, I'll help you get, you know, your opportunity to get an agency. Okay. Sure enough, when it was didn't my turn, out. it did not right. work out. So at this point, uh, I made a you phone call. You see a lot of healthcare, too. I mean, oh, we, all the time, right? All the time. More right. than, than you want to see it. But right. on my way home that day, I called a buddy of mine that was actually working in Medicare. He was working for a company. And I, I saw he had a really nice life. And I said, listen, um, is there a way where I can figure out a little bit more about this Medicare stuff that you're doing? All right. And he said, hey, wait a minute. Let me call somebody. He called somebody on the other line. And it was his brother. His brother was a manager at that point at another company. And he gets on the line. He says, you're hired, bro. 
And I was like, wait a minute, okay. oh, hold on a second. How is that possible? And he goes, listen, you're hired. I know who you are. I know what you can do. Just come over here and work with us. And I said, well, tell me more about this Medicare thing. And that's where I started learning about what Medicare was. Right. And at that point, really, uh, I got into a company, uh, working big, big company. It's a Fortune 500 company. And I started as a sales agent there. And ultimately, what happened was I figured out something really, really quickly. Doctors that were given to me to work with, I was like, why are these people, why are these other agents giving me these doctors? And then I found out really quickly why. They're not that good. These are right. doctors that had their offices in disarray. They were just not really doing what they were supposed to. So ultimately, what happened was I had to turn these doctors around so I can then do my right. job and get the business that I wanted to get out of it. Long story, we fast forward to two doctors that said, I'll let you do what you want to do, but you got to make me successful. And what sure. ended up happening was that those doctors, uh, we were able to flip them around and we went from getting maybe one or two referrals as an agent a month to getting 10 referrals a week. And that obviously boomed my business. Obviously, right. it looked really good. And I figured out something. If I could help these two doctors, I could probably help other doctors. Of out. course. And then the of situation course. came where in uh, September 2020, talking about covid I decided at that point that I was going to leave that nice six-figure job and move on to becoming an independent agent, but right. at the same time opening up my consulting business to work with doctors. And since then, I agree with you. Like, you know, I don't have a pool, but every day when I wake up and I know that I have control of what well, You I'm don't need doing. a pool. You're in Orlando, so you have, you have <laughs> you're Daytona Beach is right up the, the road. Daytona, you got, we have you got Cocoa clear Beach. water. Yeah. You, got, you got a hole on both coasts. So you and have it's, I've done that several times where I've been working right, right from, the, from the beach right there, and uh, it's a nice thing to be able to have control over your future and know what you're doing. So, Well, I think especially, and why I do, and, and what you're on is, as I call it, the HealthCast series. So we do, we air our HealthCast on on 660 here in Orlando. So we air it on, on Saturdays. I host a, a talk show that we talk a little bit of sports, we talk politics, we talk a whole bunch of stuff. But the healthcare show is what really changed my life. And I spent many years on ESPN Radio, and during COVID, we actually flipped to a healthcare format because there were no sports. All the sports were shut down. Right. So I just said that, hey, I'm going to call up some of my buddies that are in healthcare that, that are much smarter than me, went to better schools than me, much better looking than me, <laughs> and no more better executives and more successful than I was, and ask about their thoughts yeah. on COVID and how the pandemic was going to impact, not just in the short term, to healthcare uh, people who who are suffering with COVID. I mean, I lost I lost my mother to COVID, wow. so I know what it's like from a healthcare executive and from a crying son in in the in the ICU. What what that pandemic looked like. Wow. But I would have people come on and talk about where we are now. Say that hey, in 2022, in 2023, these are things that are going to happen as a result of the pandemic. And really, I was early to the party on that, and it yeah. was very well received. I would I would put content out. People really liked the content, and, and the health cast was born, and that's what's changed my life. I built my consulting practice around media and then got into healthcare media and consulting. But just like you, I'm a hardcore healthcare guy. I mean, I'm, I'm in the risk adjustment, the STARS world, and you know, you mentioned some of the organizations that you work for, uh, Fortune 500 organizations, but we need talent. What helped me, and curious of your thoughts, what helped me when I was a healthcare executive and when I was coming up, but when I was at a manager level, director level, it was my willingness to go to the rural provider practices and the specialty providers that were 200 miles away from where I was living. When I lived in Seattle, when I lived in Phoenix, and I always like to go to, to practices near the border of Mexico and it's 116 degrees outside. I know what it's like to drive Amazing. through a blizzard to Spokane and go to a practice when I was at Highmark. I know what it's like to go to Hershey and Altoona and just places that nobody wanted to go. 
but there's so much opportunity for RAF. There's so much opportunity for gap closure, heat as stars, but most importantly, an opportunity to help those practices to be more lean and more efficient. And they're going to make more money and therefore they're going to be able to service the members better. I think we all got this business to service the members. Um, what are some of the skills that you would say have been paramount? You said you've turned practices around. What are some of those skills and, and assessments that, that you've used to come in and, and make a, and make a judgment on where a provider practice is and then the follow-up on these are things that I can help you with our organization can help you to, to be more successful. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot, I mean, but to, to kind of figure out, I'm thinking back about some of the practices that we work with and you're right. First of all, maybe a practice is not in a rural area, but if it's in a, a, a city situation right. like in Orlando, they might um, be underserved because they're just not big enough still to compete. Still be in a food desert? You can still be in a pharmacy there, desert? There's so much food. need in just right. in the city or in outside. But I can tell you that some of the skills that we've used is, first of all, we've honed in on marketing. Right. We, we understand, listen, doctors always say, I don't have a marketing plan. I'm like, well, you do have a marketing plan because you, you just have to look for it. You just need to understand where you're at. Especially if you're a rural doctor, I have a rural doctor now that's literally, he, there's nothing next to him besides a family dollar. You know? And I'm like, listen, mm -hmm. you can work this. So he's become the hometown doctor, right? right? And we literally just marketed everything to that specific or specific type of situation. I think situation. there's huge opportunities in rural doctors because oh they're gosh. the only, if you're a cardiologist or, or a podiatrist or um, you know, an endo doc or something like that, and you have 20 square miles to yourself, there's, there's nobody else out there. You should be crushing it in that exactly. area. I mean, you, exactly. should be, you should be performing, you should be outperforming some of the urban clinics, it's in like, my opinion. It's like when you look at like people watching movies or something like that, right. there's always this one hometown doctor right. and everybody goes to that doctor. That should be you every right. single time. And a lot of the things that we've done assessment-wise is we figure out, first of all, the demographics in the area and we figure out the health plans. Listen, the health plans are willing to do a lot if they understand what you're doing. If you don't reach out, you don't talk with them, they're not. So that connection right. and network that we have with uh, obviously providers, but most importantly, the health plans itself allows us to really, you know, bridge that gap and help those providers get the things that they need to. A lot of them don't realize that there's so many resources available to them if they just think about it and talk to the right people. So. Now, what is the name of your organization? I don't want no. to mispronounce it. No, it's okay. It's okay. Thank you. It's uh, Etheva Solutions. Etheva Solutions. Yeah, so and what does that mean? Where is that? Where does that? So work the from? first three letters uh, is E T H, which is the first three letters of my son's name. Oh, okay. And then the last three Very letters nice. are my daughter's name. Very uh, nice. Etheva. Wow. Yeah, so Ethan I thought you were going to tell me that it was some type of Greek mythology <laughs> creature of, of health. It's, it's or, or not something the coolest like that. story that's, that's, behind the name. Absolutely, that's, not. that's really yeah. that's really fantastic. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do, Juan? So I'm I'm talking to to Juan Ortiz. Um, he is a a healthcare consultant and, and, and an entrepreneur here in the Orlando area, and, and we're doing our series this week for Florida Man Radio in Orlando. One of one of our affiliates that that we love and, and kind of showing showing affiliate love while we're where we're doing doing a Florida trip, and, and I'm down here. I've, I had a chance to to work with Derek. Derek still owes me a lobster, man. He still owes me a steak and lobster. He kind of snuck out the back door. He was supposed to take me to dinner last <laughs> night, and then he kind of hit me. He was like, oh, man, you know, I'm doing some family stuff. I can't do it. Yeah. But I, I have I have not forgotten Derek. I know that Derek is, is listening to this, but I had a chance to spend some time with him and Dr. Fabian Garcia and doing some great stuff over at MedHealth Clinical Solutions. So we're just here in Orlando uh, wrapping up our, our time in Florida Always great in Nashville. When I left Nashville, it was 33 degrees, so it's great to spend some time out here. But we'll be back with more of the Landshade Radio Network HealthCast. After these messages, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask uh, Juan a few more questions and get more information about his background. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry concealed. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me. All the time. Because it's legal. It's my right as an American to got the, to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. COVID-19. Some people get it, and some people can get it bad. And for those who do get it bad, it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, asthma, or smoking. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, don't wait. Ask your healthcare provider right away if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. James Lewis. And what the pistol packing people say you better obey. Just in the nick of time, I commit the perfect crime. Rip my heart out my chest and put it right into a rhyme. I don't feel pain because that's all in the mind. And what's mine is mine and yours is mine. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I'm a bald head with a knife. I want your money or your life. So, 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 so. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J for MedHealth Clinical. When was the last time you had an annual wellness visit? MedHealth is currently accepting new patients and all major insurance carriers, including Medicare. This experienced team focuses on wellness and disease prevention while developing personalized care plans that mitigate chronic conditions and encourage holistic wellness. To learn more, go to MedHealthClinic.com. That's MedHealthClinic.com for primary care that's always there.